for over 130 years, McCormick has helped you make mom's lasagna to keep her secret recipe alive. Take over taco night, no matter how chaotic your day is. Conquer the bake sale, even if you get to it last minute. And craft the perfect Sunday brunch when it's not even Sunday. Because with McCormick by your side, it's going to be great. Dear listener, please close your eyes for this movie theater meditation brought to you by Fantango. Breathe in. Smell the fresh popcorn. Now exhale. <sighs> Open your eyes and proceed to the best seats in the house you reserved on Fandango. Recline. Now, download the free Fandango app for movie times, tickets, and seats at your favorite theaters. Fandango. It's your ticket to the movies. Getting ready for a fresh week here on Bet the Edge, powered by PointsBet. Last day of January. We appreciate you joining us on the NBC Sports Edge YouTube channel. He is Drew Dinsick, a major part of the Ramley. <laughs> and I'm your host, Aaron Brolman. The Super Bowl is set. Drew and I will look back on Championship Sunday and discuss what we're tracking right now as we wait for the Super Bowl in Los Angeles. Also coming up today, Von Delzell is back with us to break down some props and dig into where he sees some value in college hoops for tonight. And of course, we got our edge of the day and a lot more coming up here on Bet the Edge powered by PointsBet. Drew, a big Rams backer, <laughs> a guy that's involved in the futures market, a guy that went to the game at SoFi Stadium yesterday, and I know your voice is a little bit hoarse. How are we feeling? Oh, absolutely on cloud nine. Um, it was a, what a sports day yesterday. Started at like uh, two in the morning our time with the little Australian Open final that was an absolute epic five-hour match. Uh, incredible comeback by Nadal. Hat tip to him for uh, you know that only only uh, a champion of that medal could pull that off. And then I'm still in shock at what happened in Kansas City. I will need your honest takes of that game because I don't have any. Absolutely amazing that the Bengals clawed their way back into that game. They earned that win a hundred percent the defense in the second half played their best half of football that i've seen from them all season if not one of the best halves of football we've seen from any defense holding um homes and company to three points after how much momentum they had in the first half of that game was amazing but uh yeah a lot huge thanks to uh you know everything that uh that the rams put together in terms of a, a fan experience the nfc championship game was un unbelievably fun it was an electric environment sofi stadium is as cool as advertised uh, by far the best in-person sports a uh, sporting experience i've had in my life i saw you there yesterday and i'm really jealous it was unbelievable I, I and the you know for for the game to live up and have that much um excitement and then ultimately the home team to win uh and now the you know our rams move on to the super bowl one more game you know that was incredible and now they they effectively are super bowl hosts and uh, four four-point favorites. Unbelievable. 
We need to break down and we will start probably tomorrow, maybe a little bit today, but throughout the week. And of course, we're going to be at the Convention Center Radio where we'll break down this game between the Rams <laughs> and the Bengals. Who would have thought that for Super Bowl this year? Right now, as you said, Rams laying four total 49, I guess. The Rams snapping their six-game losing streak to the San Francisco 49ers finally happened and couldn't have come at a better time. 70% of the money yesterday came in on the Rams. 54% of the spread handle came in on San Francisco. I saw this um, yesterday. Credit to Joe Ostrowski for tweeting this out from BetQL. Her odyssey. It took 12 playoff games for this to happen, but it did. The only playoff game in which the winner did not cover the spread happened yesterday. <laughs> Los Angeles Rams and the San Francisco 49ers. So how about that? Bengals and Chiefs, I have no words like you. I don't really know what else to say other than Joe Burrow is by far my favorite quarterback at this point. Joe Burr, his outfit, I saw it yesterday. I should have put all my money on the Bengals after seeing what he rolled into <laughs> uh, heading into that game in Kansas City. Uh, shocking performance in the second half from the Kansas City Chiefs. Stout performance, incredible from the defense of the Bengals. And I will say this, this is pretty incredible. If you looked back all the way preseason in the middle of summer, Cincinnati had the longest odds to win the AFC North, plus 2,300. They were uh, 48 to 1 to win the NFC, AFC, rather. And they had the same odds at 100 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. That is pretty incredible. So we will talk to Jay this week and find out who bet on the Bengals with <laughs> Those juicy odds, I'm certainly jealous. And what are they doing now as they get ready for the Super Bowl? But their odds were insanely high. Um, I wasn't involved with the Bengals coming off a team that won two games in 2019, what, four last year, and then look at them now heading to the Super Bowl. So now as we look at the Rams and the Bengals, and I'm going to have to find a lot of reasons to bet against Joe Burrow because I certainly don't want to. Total's 49, <laughs> and you have a future on the Rams um, just an early lean. If we take that future out of it and you look at this game for what it's worth here on this Monday, you know, still closer to two weeks away from Super Bowl. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think you, you have to respect the fact that the Rams have the advantage with their defensive line against the offensive line of the Bengals. But that's kind of it. That's the biggest mismatch and the clearest. mismatch. It's the clearest and the biggest, but there's not many other ones that you can really right. be like. They got it here. They got it X, Y, and Z. I mean, they should be able to, you know, they should be able to win the battle in trenches on both sides of the ball. Um, but I'll be honest with you. McVay was a liability yesterday. <laughs> there was there were yes. some moments in the second half of that game where I was like ready to fire McVay into the sun. Uh, the fact that he you know he challenged that clearly was not a fumble. Uh, lost their last time out with still like ten minutes to play in the game was mind meltingly stupid. Uh, and then uh, you know he just happened to get the benefit of you know Shanahan not actually going for it on fourth and two there, which again as you can always kind of tell. Like what was the right and wrong decision if you go with like a sports better and what or a fan, you know, hardcore fan and what did they want to do? I wanted Shanahan to punt badly. I was like, please, please punt. Oh my God, they're gonna they're gonna go for this. Like, I can't believe it. And you know, the fact that he ultimately then went and did the, you know, did punt it was it was shocking. They can basically conceded the, you know, let the Rams back in the game and that was it. So uh, but but my ultimate point was McVeigh in general, um, you know, he's doesn't he doesn't have a great gasp of in-game decision making <laughs> at, at times uh and so the likelihood that the rams win this with margin i think is low uh i think that this is going to be a relatively close game and if you want outside of a field goal i think you're going to have plenty of opportunities to get it this is trending at the early onset this is trending in the direction of the rams but um i wouldn't be surprised if this comes back down to three and a half. Second consecutive year the uh 
the Super Bowl or one of the teams is hosting the Super Bowl, like the Rams. We saw the Bucks do it last year. Kind of like the Bengals plus four. I know this opened at three and a half and early money came in all over the Rams. And I think it's because of the reason you said Joe Burrow and he's going to be under pressure coming up following Sunday. I don't know. My early lean here is taking the Bengals and the points, but I need to digest what happened yesterday. Let that comeback cool off. Let my Joe Burrow steam and all of the love on Twitter calm for a second. But I think that's the only big mismatch as we pointed out. And I do think Joe Burrow can find a lot of success finding his receivers and attacking that secondary and spot. So we'll continue to break down this game throughout the week, but uh, I'm, I'm more intrigued as we get further along and closer to the game, how you're going to handle your Rams stick in the futures market. <laughs> Bet the Edge is expanding. Drew and I are hosting Bet the Edge game time on Wednesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern to get you armed with all the last-minute insight, information, and trends you'll need to make your wagers right before the games begin. So make sure to check it out on the NBC Sports Edge YouTube channel. Yeah, of course. It's so fun. Wednesday, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, in that little golden hour. As we work our way to tip off, uh, there is always interesting news and nuggets. And, uh, you know, we only got one NFL game less this season, which means it is officially basketball season. There's going to be a lot of NBA, a lot of college hoops to cover over the next two weeks as we get into March Madness, as we round into this playoff form for the NBA. So be sure to check us out on uh, NBC Sports Edge game time. And uh, don't forget to drop your comments. And we want winners only, by the way. Winners only Wednesdays. Winners That's only. our trend yeah. moving forward. But join the chat in that show as well. We try to get to a lot of questions and comments live during the show. Now, we got to get into some NBA and college hoops because we have a little bit of time getting ready for the Super Bowl. We bring in our guy, Von Dalzell. Fun, best hair on the show today, hands down, and that hurts my feelings because normally I'm working with Drew has better hair than me, and now <laughs> I have you to worry about. So it's unfortunate for me, sucks for me as we continue through the show, but let's get into some NBA. As Drew just alluded to, we have some some time before the, the Super Bowl. So let's begin. I'm more just curious to hear your favorite NBA play of the day. Yeah, it's going to be so hard to just focus on basketball for two straight weeks, especially when I'll be seeing you guys in LA pretty soon. It's like... Uh, yeah, basketball is going to be out the window by the end of this week. So that's all I have to say. Fred Van Fleet is my favorite play of today. Now, we're going to target the Hawks. That got us on Friday, Drew, but we're going to get our money back here today. Now, VFF made his first game back. He did play some triple OT basketball. He did have eight assists and hit the over. He's hit the over actually four straight games, which is pretty impactful here. And he's averaged between 15 and a half and 17 and a half potential assists in that span. So Atlanta gives up the second most assists per game to point guards. Atlanta's rolling right now. You might say Fred Van Vliet might be a little fatigued. Well, that's a positive for not scoring and passing the ball a little more, uh, which we've seen pretty often when he has been playing. So I like VFF today over six and a half points, but has him at 125. Everywhere else has him around the 145 range. Um, and if you want to beat the juice and go to the eight plus, that's not a bad idea either because a couple guys lately, Russell Westbrook at 12, Holly Burton at seven, LaMelo six, Gabe Vincent had nine. Uh, I mean, so there's definitely guards that have been able to do this against them. So let's go VFF over six and a half assists. That's a great look. Uh, Fre uh, Fred, uh, by all means, is not getting kind of the respect he deserves for the season he's having. He's a boss. He is kind of the engine that is really uh, helping the Toronto Raptors reach their potential this season. It's a fun team to watch if you haven't been watching it. And six and a half is really low. Fantasy MVP, I'm telling you. I, I got him and Sabonis back-to-back -back in the end of the first and second round, and people thought I was crazy. Uh, but you know what? We're in first place, baby. I love it. Speaking of first place, our sons, mm -hmm. 
uh, continue to roll. Impressive win last night against the Spurs. This team looks absolutely electric. Uh, clear number one right now in the standings, even though we got no respect in the all-star voting. It does not matter. This team is laser focused on the playoffs and their success. The all-star kind of voting, I think, tips a little bit of uh, you know the expectation of how the MVP voting, how some of the awards market voting will go. Uh, and again, with no Suns, there's kind of a dearth of you know how you're going to award these guys. Is there a way to attack that in the futures market, in your opinion? Yeah, and we talked about this what ten days ago, not even fourteen days ago, and we said like obviously Monty Williams could be rolling with this award, and we gave a couple guys to try and get some value on now, like Eric Spolstra, the Billy Donovans, the Steve Na- Steve Nashes, but. Fact of the matter is, since we said that, the Suns haven't lost a basketball game. Uh, <laughs> and it, it's crazy. And I've been watching all the games. I've been watching Devin Booker, especially because I've been betting on him because I thought he was going to be an all-star starter. Wiggins got it over him. Uh, Chris Paul playing phenomenal basketball, triple doubles, double doubles. And then when you think about what you just said, Drew, they don't have the respect and the all-star or the award market right now. Monty Williams becomes the clear-cut favorite for this award, especially at 40-9 and nine on the season. Uh, they're clearly going to finish with the best record, if not the second or third best record in the NBA. Uh, so it's really up to guys like Eric Spolstra or Billy Donovan, who is a huge, huge liability, uh, to try and catch him. But I don't think it's going to happen. I think uh, you're going to get that Suns tattoo, and I think Monty Williams <laughs> looks like he's probably going to be the coach of the year. This has already dropped from, like, plus 250, plus 300 since we talked about it last. So, yeah, grab Monty. Vaughn, I'm so happy you said that because all I think when we talk about the Phoenix Suns besides wins and cashing some tickets, it's me riding, me flying back out to the West Coast in Baltimore in a few months, sitting in the tattoo parlor of my choice and just watching our guy not only make some money, but get the Suns tattoo. Hopefully the sun's coming through. We have a comment coming in right now live about a different game in the NBA before we move on, which by the way, seeing some, uh, I think, Celtics action possibly. Um, Celtics for tonight. Any thoughts? Well, Drew, I, see, I know you were pretty high on the Celtics uh, against Atlanta. Atlanta's a team for me. I actually just did a podcast uh, with Matt Stroop and said Atlanta Hawks over 40 and a half wins, and they've won four straight games since I said that. So Ooh, nice. I love the Hawks right now, but the Celtics I didn't think were in a prime spot there. Here, I don't know. Miami Heat is a tough team. This is always a tough game. I wouldn't want to take a favorite Celtics team. Uh, that's for sure. And someone who's, like I said, been to too many TD games at TD Garden this year. The Celtics yeah, always leave the lot. back door open. Uh, so I like Miami. Laying four and a half, Drew. What about you? Yeah, I have to pass this game because of the Q questionable tag on Jimmy Butler. Kyle Lowry remains out, which means if Butler does not go, this becomes a difficult matchup for them all of a sudden. Realistically, laying four and a half against the team as good as the heat is a tough ask for uh you know for celtics back here i will say i have been on the wrong side of the celtics i think every time i've bet on them in the season except for christmas i got them right on christmas day and that even that one was close they almost yeah. let the they almost let that slip through their fingers the cover when they went against the bucks on christmas but ultimately this is uh, going to be a very good game and you know heat playing for the one seed celtics you know fighting for their playoff lives so it should yeah. be a high intensity game Opened at two and a half. A lot of money came in clearly with the questionable tag for Butler. Push this to four and a half right now in Boston. It's a pass for these two guys. Pass for me. Let's get to college hoops here, Vaughn. Um, people that watch the show know that we've not only talked in depth about coach of the year in the NBA, we've talked a lot about Norfolk State for some reason on this show. And that's due to you, my friend. You have a read on this team better than anyone else. And I saw they are playing tonight. 
playing North Carolina Central for Norfolk State is laying three points. So I do have to ask you, is there a play on them for tonight? There's always a play on Norfolk State, <laughs> but uh, there was almost a play on Vermont too. I almost double dipped and just brought them all back. But uh, <laughs> we're going to roll with Norfolk State minus the three today. I said in our Twitter spaces, I'm going to back this team the next three games. I love their schedule down the stretch. They've won six straight, and they're 5-0 and 1 ATS with a push as a, a seven-point favorite in that span. So they have not lost against the spread yet. They've won all games by wow. three or more points. They're literally rolling on all cylinders right now. And if you go back, you can use one of our, our game projections on NBC Edge website. They are 25-1 and 1 ATS in the last 26 games. That's an 80% cover rate. That is straight fire. And then when you look at their conference standings, uh, I mean, their top two offensive defensive efficiency, three points, turnovers, all that stuff. NCC beat Maryland Eastern Shore, who we've talked about too much on the show, and then also Delaware State, two bottom feeders. And then the next game, they went down 32-8 to eight to Hampton, came all the way back, went into OT, went up by eight with a minute 40 left, and lost by one. This is a very inconsistent NCC team. I like Norfolk State. Best piece of advice I can give you is bet the Spartans minus three. Wait till they're up by double digits and grab NCC as a home dog. Try and get them plus 10, plus 12 range. This team is all over the place. They can score, but they're just inconsistent. So back the Spartans, live bet NCC. Yeah, fascinating Norfolk State. They've been undefeated in the MEAC so far this season, That's yet uh, the betting market has not given them the respect they deserve. Uh, still expecting Howard to somehow win that conference and get the auto bid for the tourney, but I don't, think so. uh, I don't know about that. I think Norfolk State's got a chance, but uh, tough matchup for them against the pride of Durham, North Carolina Central University. Curious uh, if you have any other uh, college basketball we can add to our card today. Yeah, we haven't talked about Santa Clara in a long time. I thought today was a great day to talk about the Broncos. So they're taking on Pacific. They're the home team. Huge spread of 12 and a half. It's interesting because Pacific might be getting back a big leading score for them today. Um, and if he comes back, I kind of like them on the spread. I'm not going to lie. But the best bet in this game is going to be the over 145. Both these teams are very high scoring. You just break down the last 10 game splits. Pacific is eight and two to the over. Santa Clara is seven and three. And if you make it a bigger and get, take a larger uh, perspective, Pacific in their last 32 is 20 and 11 to the over and with one push and Santa Clara is 24 and 11 to the over. So these teams just love fast placed basketball, scoring a ton of points. And when you look at the statistics and the numbers in the conference play, I mean, these are both bottom three defenses and that's a great bet for an over, especially when Santa Clara just lost to San Francisco, 88 to 85, San Francisco held Gonzaga to 76 points or 78 points. So that's a pretty good defense they put up 88 on. And then in the same retrospect, uh, the specific team just beat BYU, which is a huge win for them. So I think this is going to be a pretty good game, both teams to score 70. Um, and, yeah, I like, uh, I like Pacific if they can uh, get their starting scorer back, leading scorer. Okay, I like this game. Both teams right now averaging close to 141 combined points. And as you said, Santa Clara, they're averaging 77 points per game this season, putting up 77 in eight of their last nine. Um, kind of split action here. 53% of the bet count coming in on the over at points, but for this one, 52% of the handle on the under. So clearly seeing two-way action. Vaughn, we appreciate you joining us here on this Monday. Good luck with all of your NBA and college hoops picks, and we'll talk to you very soon. Thank you, guys. See you next time. Go Rams. For over 130 years, McCormick has helped you make mom's lasagna to keep her secret recipe alive. Take over taco night. No matter how chaotic your day is. Conquer the bake sale. 
even if you get to it last minute. And craft the perfect Sunday brunch when it's not even Sunday. Because with McCormick by your side, it's going to be great. Dear listener, please close your eyes for this movie theater meditation brought to you by Fandango. Breathe in. Smell the fresh popcorn. Now exhale. <sighs> Open your eyes and proceed to the best seats in the house you reserved on Fandango. Recline. Now, download the free Fandango app for movie times, tickets, and seats at your favorite theaters. Fandango. It's your ticket to the movies. For the world's greatest athletes. This is the showdown we've been waiting for. There is nothing like competing on the world's biggest stage. And when that stage is Paris, anything can happen. I have never seen anything like this. How about that? An Olympics unlike any other. What a performance! The Paris Olympics. This summer on NBC and streaming on Peacock. The NFL playoffs are here, and NBC Sports Edge Plus is giving you a special offer. Get 15% off an Edge Plus annual subscription throughout the playoffs when you use promo code PLAYOFF15. Get every tool for every game at one low price. It's easier than ever to play and wager with confidence when you have NBC Sports Edge Plus. Also, download the NBC Sports Predictor app powered by PointsBet and enter Wednesday's free NBA pick and roll contest for a chance to win $50,000. This week, we are highlighting matchups between Wizards and 76ers, Hornets and Celtics, and the Cavaliers and Rockets. If you don't have the Predictor app yet, download it now. 50 grand up for grabs yet again. I look forward to finding the person. That will win this hopefully this week. Come on our show and break down how it happened. The predictor app is super fun. We we go in depth about it a little bit. And I pick your brain on Wednesday show. So everyone, download the app, get involved, and let's also stay in the NBA space because it is time for Edge of the Day. little bit of a shorter podcast today. Drew's tired. He's been up for 40 hours <laughs> winning and the guy needs some rest. So we got a shorter pod. And we go with edge of the day. And that, Drew, is time for the NBA. What do we got? Well, there's a lot I like in the NBA today. Uh, Could have gone three different directions. I see an edge. Ooh, you know what? I'll give two bonus plays. You ready? (laughs) Bonus play number one. I'm going to take the points with the Houston Rockets. I took the uh, 11 there. I think that's a uh, competitive game against the Golden State Warriors. Uh, I laid the points with the Indiana Pacers garbage team yes but uh going up against a team that's absolutely gassed in the la clippers and uh has Devonte sabonis back so it should be a competitive effort there for the pacers um but my edge of the day i'm going with the nasty dog that is the oklahoma city thunder currently looking at a plus four for the thunder up against the trailblazers what i really want to know is what the trailblazers have ever done to warrant four point favorite status over any other team in the nba even a team like the oklahoma city thunder who is actively trying to lose Shea Gilgis-Alexander will not go for Oklahoma City. That's kind of important to know. Um, but this team, even shooting the, the Portland Trailblazers, that is, even shooting very, very well last time out, got absolutely rolled by the Chicago Bulls. Uh, they, they have a k- extreme lack of depth. Uh, second unit is very weak. Oklahoma City Thunder getting some solid play at a lot of their youth movement right now. 
I think if there's one upset on the card that I think is, uh, you know, has a realistic shot of happening, I think Oklahoma City Thunder beating them outright is uh, very possible. This is the greatest rest advantage on the entirety of the calendar schedule for the Oklahoma City Thunder right now. Portland is as exhausted as they will be all season. Oklahoma City as rested as they will be all season. So this is the biggest rest advantage for me on the card on top of the fact that uh, in general, I don't think Portland is playing well enough to warrant being a favorite on the road. Okay, rest advantage, obviously huge, a big part of your model. Also, our model with NBC Sports Edge showing confidence on grabbing the thunder and the points for tonight. We have a comment coming in. Let's get your thoughts real quick here, Drew, on the Grizzlies. Oh. Looking at the Grizz plus three. Ooh, smashed. That, I mean, you got a great number. I think that probably closes Grizz favorite. We're seeing uh, news that Joel Embiid will not go for the Philadelphia 76ers. And if you did not know that Joel Embiid was a very, very important person, he is the most important in terms of against the spread value, at least in this point in the NBA. Vaughn's still watching the show, by the way, letting us know to get in on the John Morant points prop as well with the Grizzlies plus the three seeing that. William, thank you for commenting along. And uh, seems like Drew loves your Grizz plus three ticket. Yeah. I'll wrap up the show with my edge of the day. Not in the NBA. That's your thing, Drew. I just like to listen to all your bonus plays <laughs> and defend your mind. But I go to college basketball. Yes, bonus play alert. Let's put the music in after. I'm taking Notre Dame. Ooh. It's half Notre Dame household I live in, so I heard they were playing Duke tonight a lot. Did a deep oh. dive. And this is Drew's team going up against Duke. Um, I like the points with Notre Dame here at home. Duke's a great team, Drew, as you know, and as most people know, a lot of talent, especially offensively. But Notre Dame, if you've been following college basketball, is one of the hottest teams in the country right now. They've won 10 of their last 11 games, and Mike Bray has his team playing really well. They have six players uh, really a solid unit, six players averaging seven and a half points per game. And now they're in looking into and very close to this NCAA tournament picture. And this is a massive opportunity to get a quad one win. And they're at home. Now, Fighting Irish, as we like to uh, talk about, are unbeaten at home. They're 9-0 on their home court. This is a prime opportunity for them to not only upset Duke, get that quad win, but at the very least cover this 5.5 in South Bend tonight. I do think it'll be crowded there. I'm super excited to watch this game. Everyone knows I bet on games I'm actually going to watch, and this is one. I'm taking the points, fading Duke's alma mater, or Drew's alma mater in Duke, and grabbing the 5.5 with the Fighting Irish. Yeah, I mean... <sighs> had a lot of success lately i will i'll give i'll give you one here we'll give you guys a win we'll get, get you above the bubble here uh no in, in seriousness my guy t-bomb says this should be a four-point game so i think you're getting the right side with the five and a half uh and uh yeah you do have a very serious mismatch in terms of uh how meaningful this game is duke very clearly in the field of 68 uh notre dame just a half win above the bubble right now and this would basically punch their ticket yeah, so big game at home for Notre Dame to get into the NCAA tournament. Quad one win. Let's see if they can get it done at the very least, grabbing the five and a half. And then we gave you a plethora of NBA plays from Vaughn. And then, of course, Drew with all of his bonus plays. Drew, you need to get some sleep. It's tough being a part of the Ramley when you have all that money riding into the Super Bowl. I wish I could relate. I'm gonna, I need to sleep all week this week because guess what next week is? Winter Olympics in China, which means more overnight, more no sleeping, more trying to stay up and catch uh, the, the book snapping on uh, some of their props. We're also going to be doing shows together in person in Los Angeles at Radio Rouse. You got to get some sleep. 
All right, that's all we have today on this Monday. It has been super fun. We appreciate all of you joining us and joining us live and commenting along in the NBC Sports Edge YouTube channel chat. We'll see you tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern, right here about the Edge Powered by PointsBet. For Drew Densick, I'm Sarah Perlman. We'll see you tomorrow. Best of luck with all of your bets. Thank you.